Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends podcast. Hey, No New Friends listeners. This episode is marked explicit for mild sexual content and mild language. Now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott and Mary. Come on, I can. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott, and with me as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary! Who is live from my patio right now. Yes, reporting live from Scott in the Face patio. The weather is beautiful, and uh, his dogs are very nice also. Perfect. Please make sure that you like and follow us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Message or support us by clicking on the message or support link in the episode description. We can be heard on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now Apple Podcasts and iHeartMedia, which is Woo-hoo! super exciting. Goals are being achieved. With us for the second time, our good friend, Auntie Katie. Katie has Auntie the buses Katie. with us again. Woo-hoo! Hello, hello, hello. That's all we refer to you as Auntie Katie now. Auntie that's Katie. That's, that'll that'll yeah, be that's her regular name. character name is Auntie I Katie. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't notice it last time. Uh, and I'm from the North, so it is Auntie Katie. Auntie Katie. Sure. Well, Auntie here, Katie. No, you're right, because I had an aunt that lived in New Jersey, and we referred to her as Aunt Susan, but I have an aunt that lives here in Florida, and she is Aunt Donna, so you are correct. Yes, I understand 100%. that. Auntie and Katie. clearly... Clearly, my Zoom has mostly been used for family Zoom occasions right. as <laughs> my nieces and was, nephews need to recognize who I am. <laughs> I was hoping you were rolling into like work meetings. Like, yeah, that's right. I'm your auntie. I'm making some rules, but not the bad rules. Like, I'm still cool, but there's I'm not still like a regular rules. aunt, but I'm, I'm a, cool a cool aunt. aunt. I'm a cool aunt. So we, we record these podcasts on Zoom. So right now I have a visual and this episode, at some point we're going to have a YouTube channel. <laughs> No, and, not and in I, this one. I, and I'm, I'm going to put one segment from each episode onto this YouTube channel, except for this one, because uh, Kate, Katie is dyeing her hair and has an ombre on her head. No, that's not, is that, no, it's just a wrap. We were talking about it's the a wrap. hair coloring because my hair, I wanted it to be brown, but it refuses and it's still blonde. So we said ombre. And then I said ombre. Om- and then you said ombre, and then we went to umbra, and I don't know what's happening now. We're playing soccer, we're dying our hair. <laughs> That's umbro. So did we determine what ombre is in Spanish? Is, is that friend, or is it house, or is it hungry? What, I think what is, amigo is friend in Amigo Spanish. is friend, yeah. Honest, yes. yes. Um, Yo tengo ombre is I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. And, yeah, so um, I was right. But ombre is man, so I did oh. not. Tango and I'm, ombre. I am hungry for a man. Uh, speaking about How being you- hungry for a man, uh, <laughs> let's transition quickly into a cargo ship that had a bunch of dildos. And go, Scott. Okay. Wow. That was a smooth, <laughs> smooth transition. I was spit on my drink. I wasn't ready for that. So obviously- I- the, I'm so excited about this. I know, topic. I know you are. I know you are. And and it's so funny when we were doing show prep, this was just a small thing that we were going to mention. But as we dug into this, there's gold here. There is gold. Most of them are battery operated gold, but there is gold here. Everybody knows this massive cargo ship that is as long as the Empire State Building is tall, the Ever Given, was stuck in the Suez Canal for, what, six days? Six yeah. days, I think. It was 23rd, it, yeah. It broke, it released yesterday, right? It right, finally yeah. let the traffic yeah. through, which it caused what? Got, it was like billions of dollars. $10 billion dollars per day. Was you gotta lost. wonder, like, what was happening though on the ship, like, as this is like going down, like the sheer panic that was happening. Like, I'm gonna lose my job. The next ten days, 
uh, are my last I don't right. like you've got to just imagine that what were they hauling though hopefully it wasn't livestock <laughs> I, I know right <laughs> I, I, I don't know what this Could you imagine like I know right <laughs> <laughs> I hope <laughs> never mind. But but there were only like twenty five people on the boat, right? It said that boat that size only needed to be manned by like twenty five people. Correct, correct. So I mean, it's not like terrible, so they had enough still... rations and they didn't have to turn to cannibalism, is what right. you're saying, or eating or eating the livestock. <laughs> yeah, assuming they have that. I mean, maybe they got lucky and it's like a beef jerky boat. I don't know. Like. <laughs> beef jerky and beer we're fine guys let's just stay here for a while the view is nice let's stick it out for a bit if you know what i mean <laughs> all of these little innuendos are going to make sense in just a minute but <laughs> i guess it was a combination of human error and uh, a mechanical failure but based on the path that this ship took in the middle of the ocean and katie sent us a picture we'll have to put it on our facebook we will definitely put it this on captain like if you look at his path made a phallic symbol in the middle of the damn ocean it was it, very phallic it was very phallic and like it wasn't a bad v-pick like i yeah. wouldn't mind receiving that one mm. typically i'm not a fan scott don't fit your drink out um, <laughs> the second time. you know the second time the second time yeah i it was very artistic it didn't really uh curved either side you know very it was very symmetric <laughs> very artistic very artistic very symmetric you know it's what everyone's looking for in their life speaking of what everyone's looking for in their life yeah. um, what else were on the boats that uh were so this caused up. this caused a big this caused a big problem <laughs> for many cargo ships and really backed up a lot of uh <laughs> shipping boat you look good won't you back that thing up yeah, one of the ships that was backed up was carrying sex toys, okay? Now, what's, what's even better than this story is how the story that I'm about to read was written. A happy ending appears to be in sight for hundreds of ships. Stop, stop. You've got to stop for a second and let me process that. Well, first of all, I feel like we need to maybe cite this article because they deserve props. Because they do. Already this is out of the gate, that is the wittiest thing in the wittiest way they could have started that article. This is courtesy of the New York Post. Wonderful. Big yep. fan. This is great. Big Continue fan. On. Yep. yep. A lot of true stories come out in the New York Post. <laughs> okay. So a happy ending appears to be in sight for hundreds of ships blocked by the massive container ship in the Suez Canal including one carrying a cargo of sex toys, according to a report. Engineers have partially refloated the gargantuan Ever Given, which had become wedged in a uh, the vital global waterway for almost a week, causing sh a shipping logjam that caused almost $10 billion in commercial losses per day. God, they're going to be in lawsuits for the rest of their lives. I know, right? As the operation to free the large cargo ship reaches a climax... <laughs> These witty, witty, witty people. <laughs> a ship bearing about 20 containers of dildos, vibrators, and male masturbators. Okay, look, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, how big is the container? Like, is it like an actual like, shipping container, yeah, like a big a one? A, a or big is it like one. a crate? And, no, it's a big one. And that's what she said. Yeah. Da -da -da. yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That's okay. So 20 containers said. of dildos vibrators and male masturbators may finally continue its voyage to get to the adult toys into the eager hands of frustrated the, customers the frustrated hands i was gonna say hey but scott since it's just katie and i here and everyone else who's listening what is a male uh a toy what is that what does that mean like a flashlight what are we talking probably here? a flashlight yeah that that's the first thing that comes to mind when they're talking about are there other male masturbators uh, <laughs> I feel like you would be <laughs> you would be the only one that I could probably ask for reference on that. Like, are there other options like other than I mean, a sock? Like, okay. maybe it was just a bunch of socks they were shipping. May yeah, maybe just socks. I mean, that's really all you need is just socks and some. Everyone you know, is so lotion. frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got gloves and and rings and. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. They have the inflatables. Uh, I feel like that <gasps> needs to be its own like 
TV series, The Inflatables. The Inflatables. I forgot that was even a thing that existed. Actually, I was watching Super Troopers the other night, and I forgot about the scene where they put, like, the inflatable, like, doll on the car. and uh, Oh, my God, in the Farva. Yeah, oh that was that movie. I want a large Farva. I forgot. Is that really a thing, though? Do people really use, like, inflatable dolls? Uh, I, Is that a I, thing? I, I'm sure there's a kink for everyone I guess is there is a kink for explicit episode because I feel like now it is (laughs) apparently that I mean we started to marry (laughs) that's not my fault usually I cannot can I can't control what they're carrying (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah I'm the nice sweet one I swear but I can't control this situation I mean, when we have the the stand-up comedians on, the James Yons and the Miguel Colon Juniors who we've had on, I expect those episodes to be explicit. When it's just, you know, the three of us or just you and me, Mary, I don't expect the explicit tag. Maybe I learned from watching them, I guess. I, I guess I so. I guess or this so. is just a truer representation of who I am as a human outside of being a mother. Sure. I don't know. Sure. You are out of your own house. You're on Scott's patio. That's true. So, like, different area code is not really it's a different zip code so yeah i'm a different human it's yeah. ghost of facebook yeah. live broadcast past out there just bringing <laughs> oh, it down a rabbit hole <laughs> ghost of facebook live past oh that's funny God, Katie. let's take a stroll that's hilarious so uh, we will rebuild after irma pretty much any hurricane that comes through here that we've made a big deal out of after it's come through and I'm using the air quotes, I will post a picture of a lawn chair falling over and say, uh, hashtag never forget. Or... Okay, well, here's the thing, though, Scott. Not all of us live in a giant freaking castle like you do, okay? Like, your mom seeks refuge here. Refuge here. She, oh, my God, I mean, I've seen her wheel in with, like, 14 bags. And Katie, she's like, I'll be here for the night. It's fine. For Dorian, Hurricane Dorian. So my mom lives in uh, really nice apartments in Longwood, but when there's a storm approaching, she's like, no, I've got to seek refuge with Scott and Rachel because, one, Scott will make me laugh. Two, they live Rachel in... Rachel will make snacks. Rachel will make snacks. Correct. So when she comes over, it, it seems like she's coming over for three weeks now with dorian it was three weeks but she'll come over for a one or two day storm and it's five suitcases okay i have oh a my theory. god i have a theory scott go and, for it and kate auntie katie saddle up i think that your house is so big that you've forgotten about a room and she literally is making like her own suite so she's slowly moving in and you just forgot it's like the west wing nobody goes there right but right. she is slowly moving in and one day you're going to come home and her car will be parked here. You'll have to like buzz yourself into her wing of the house. And you'll be <laughs> exactly. like, wow, I didn't know this existed. <laughs> Full yeah. kitchenette. Yeah, exactly. Katie, she'll come over for an Possible. FSU game and it'll be like a Saturday midday to Sunday mm-hmm. for bags. Four, like four suit. Her, her and my stepfather will come over. It's like four or five bags. Well, it looks like they're moving they feel- in. They probably feel very comfortable there because they don't get shoes thrown at them during halftime. <laughs> well, that's or because they, half-time. They, they recognize what seat they need to be sitting in and they stay there, you know? Okay, well, nobody oh, posts the rules, so we'll start uh, there. Well, okay. Katie, you're a big sports fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you buy into the superstitions like I do? Because you're, you're no. a big Boston well, New England fan. I have them, but they're a little different. Like, I get pissed at certain players and they're dead to me like I had a ritualistic burning of Johnny Damon's Red Sox shirt when he traded himself to the Yankees asshole excuse my language like, I was, I'm still I'm still burned up about it dildo um so I'm really mad about it. this dildo um, <laughs> dildo of an there, asshole wish Johnny there... Damon would get stuck on a cargo ship right <laughs> with no beer or beer or male toys Sorry, continue on. But like, I'm not like, I don't need to sit in the same spot. I don't need to like hold the cup in the same hand or anything like that. But I just, I will believe in curses of things. If I wear a certain jersey or something and the team loses, like dead, that's gone for the season at the very minimum. I can't even look at it. Okay. Um, I I don't hold those same values, I guess. And I, maybe it's just, I haven't. Well, Mary, you really don't hold any values. Okay, well, first of all, you're not wrong, but low blow. <laughs> Sorry, I saw the opening. Oh, my God. Oh, Back to the cargo. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's no, Katie, you, you'll, if, if you're wearing a shirt and the team loses, you won't wear that shirt anymore. I, I do a similar yeah. thing uh, and vice versa if they win and it's like a big win. Then I'll wear it. that's exactly. have to wear it every time. Now I Kate. match, I match whatever the teams wear. I, you know, for FSU, I match whatever they're wearing. If they're wearing the garnet, I wear garnet. If they're How do you know white, ahead of time? Do you wait until the, it starts and you're like, no, let me go change? Uh, typically they post it on um, like <laughs> Null Nation or whatever. Let me, let me slip into something more appropriate for right. this game. <laughs> right. But the undershirt stays consistent. I will wear the same undershirt or, or I'll but switch that around. But you always wear like a wife beater, don't you? Something no, like I that? Never, no, we, we established this weeks ago. I've never I know, worn a wife I know, beater until... I said it. You just wear a white t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, you're weird. Um, When the Magic made their... <laughs> when the Orlando Magic made their 2009 NBA Finals run, I had a shirt that my son and I caught at a game. And it like it's an old shirt. It's got like Grant Hill, Jameer Nelson, and Dwight Howard on it. So that was my undershirt for the entire playoff run unwashed during the entire playoff okay run. i'm gonna stop you right, right there you just said that i was weird i know I okay know. I don't, I don't um know and you I'm just judging. told us that you wore a shirt for an entire run without right. washing it i, I know continue I know. on just continue on go it, ahead look that that that's it there's there's that's it. That's, <laughs> that's that's it that's it um, katie i want to auntie katie auntie katie i want to get your feedback on ncaa do you have a team that you follow for college men's basketball not really anymore. Are you um, into college male basketball? Katie's more of like Usually, a... I used to be, but I just, I don't know. This year, it's like, oh, it's March? Like, I... Right, yeah, it's, it, it's a real <laughs> weird series of years. And we also got really broken up with spring break and, like, the onslaught of screaming cheerleaders and swimmers coming through. I, like, completely forgot that basketball existed. So, by yeah. nature, I am a big-time UConn fan who's kind of not even existed really for the last couple of years. Not at all. And if my sister Allison is listening, earmuffs, uh, this house is a absolute anti-UNC fan, and we are a very big Duke fan down here. Ah, gotcha. So, so that's really it. But I don't know. When I watch the March Madness, I really go for the upset. Like I always root yeah, for the underdog me too. team. So I love to see that story happen. Yeah, that's when. So that's how I got. I don't know if you heard the episode where we talked about that, but that's how I got sucked in. I didn't know anything about male basketball or I think basketball in general. I think I tried to play basketball like in the fifth grade, but I was terrible. Obviously, I'm five two on a good day. But um, <laughs> and, and that was and that was on a Fisher Price adjustable three foot. First of all, that's that's very rude. Um, but you're Ma not it's wrong. Made, it's made by Little Tyke. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Katie's got one. Katie's got one. Oh, Auntie Katie coming in clutch. <laughs> Let me come dunk some at your house, girl. Like It is on can, your can level. I play, can I play against Alex? Because that's the only person I'd be able to dunk on. Um, you could probably take him. He's just about it for high fives and clapping, not really shooting. Just oh, great. Excited. Wonderful. Me too, but I, I still want to win. Uh, but I got into it because they called a basket a field goal. And I was like, what is this? There's no field. What do the people in football think about this? And then I've been sucked in. So I've just been rooting for the underdog the entire time. And like I told Scott, the only one I had stock in was Rutgers because my family went to Rutgers and they lost. I threw a cup across the room and I've kind of been turned off since then. I don't know. I did enjoy the FSU and Michigan game though, because Scott's team was playing. So obviously I rooted for Michigan. I enjoyed um, that game for about three minutes. Yeah. Well, and one of my friends has a dog that they dressed up in a Michigan Jersey and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. So I had to go that route. And that's there were a lot of upsets this year. There yeah, a lot, a lot of upsets, a lot of, yeah. and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there's no fans in the arena, so and, it, it's kind of an equalizer. Yeah, and uh, weren't teams like I think that teams are losing players because of COVID still. Yeah, yep. it's just it's weird. It's, it's a weird Watching, year. Just for, and not even just for college, for all sports. Everything. It's really strange to watch. It's very them. strange. Like, but yeah, oh who well. knows? All right, well, we're gonna go to break, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast.
this time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters. Chris Kelahar. thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today. And again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki PPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with Mary and Katie <laughs> Passifuss. We can be heard on uh, pretty much any any platform now, including iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts, which super We're everywhere. Awesome. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, you can like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, uh, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. If you'd like to message us, and it's a, it's a voice message that we could play on air, just click on the message link in the episode description. Now, in the first segment, we were talking a little bit about the Sioux Canal uh, fiasco with the ever-given <laughs> cargo ship uh, stuck and the sex toy monstrosity ship also backed up and couldn't get through the canal. So they were trying to kind of come up with some alternatives, like, should we just go around? And that got vetoed, not because of the additional fuel charge, but because of the pirates. Hold on. No, are you are you telling me. me they I'm the captain now. No, listen. Are, are you telling me that they couldn't go around because they were afraid that their booty toys would get pillaged? <laughs> right, like, right. <laughs> but like I didn't know that pirates were still a thing. No, like, they like, can't is it, be. Like, is it like Captain Jack Sparrow like swinging around, you know, with with his rum and they're all singing on a on a little boat and there's a bird and a peg leg? Like that's okay. what I picture. So Netflix just came out with a documentary series about pirates. And I started it because if you know me, I love a good podcast, especially if there's like murder involved at some point. And I think pirates typically murder people. So I was on board. Right. I got 10 minutes in and I felt like I was in like, I was back in school. It was not entertaining for me, but I don't know if those types of pirates actually exist. I think they're more high tech now. Like they're on speedboats. They're on speedboats. Speed they got machine guns. Uh, but I don't think they would take over a complete cargo ship, right? Like, does that happen? I, I need I don't some, know. somebody's got to weigh in. We need I, we need an expert on pirates. Yeah. On, uh, <laughs> when you hear this episode, please email us uh, about this uh, about this this pirate thing. And also, while you're at it, on on Friday's show, it's going to be we're going to be recording on April Fool's Day. So if you have any April Fool's fails or successes, please email us. Or message us, uh, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com, or you can click on the message link because we'd love to hear that and share that. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can imagine the, and Katie, help me out because you're more of a Disney aficionado than I am. I can picture the, the like the, the chase scene with the, mm -hmm. with the, with the woman and the, yeah, and the with pirate. The room. Like that's what's going on is they're stealing the cargo ships. Yo ho, yo ho. Yeah. We want the redhead. Well. Uh, I mean, it does very much tie into what the cargo was being held up. So yeah, I guess it would, it would be very fitting that some pirates Hopefully would go after it that. Was sure. not a full boat of winches yeah. because that would be a problem if there weren't enough well, rations on board. I mean, do they have like the flags cool. with the with the skull and crossbone? Or I will like... see, but that's the problem is like we like to picture like actual like pirate ships, but that right. is, th those don't exist. They're on speedboats now, like they're on yachts and they come and just take your shit that's what happens now gotcha i think i don't know like i said i am not to do um 
Could you just imagine like a slow motion, like the black pearl, just like <laughs> like coming from the dildo, the, the dildo boat, <laughs> ripped, ripped flags and all, and and off they go swinging onto the cargo ship through like, the fog. Through the fog, is like a giant dick flag. Fighting, fighting with flaccid dildos. Like I mean, it just. Hey, we gotta I, get I those even know what the crew would do. <laughs> so they get Instead back of- to their boat. They don't need winches. They have the inflatables. <laughs> they don't need the winches. But they still want the redheads, man. Oh, oh God. Well, this has been nice. This is the episode that gets us canceled. Yeah, right? <laughs> so many funny stories. Like, when I first heard about this thing, I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Like, it's it's stuck. And they're using, and like... Maybe a- it does suck. Some yeah. of it. <laughs> and I would see the pictures, and they're using this little Tonka toy to get the, the boat out uh, of, of being lodged didn't know how much comedy gold was going to be wrapped into this whole thing but here oh. we are. speaking of comedy gold now all a uh, little background mary katie and i all work together at a, a local barbecue chain here in orlando and for anybody who's worked in the hospitality industry more specifically the restaurant industry there's the usual characters in every restaurant i wanted to to talk to you guys about you know those those different we were all managers but the different characters that you have and katie you had some really good ones when we were kind of talking about that so let's let's start i want to talk about characters with the team members and then characters as guests so like what are the some of the characters that you remember most fondly of the server or cook team so the one that stands out the most because every restaurant has it is like the lifer you know it's it's Uh the the, the waitress it's usually and she's not a server she's a waitress for right, sure and right. she probably like was birthed out of the walls of she the came restaurant. with the building she's got, yeah she's yes. got a pencil in her hair what was that what was the old tv the old sitcom in the diner you know like and what do you you know what do you have and what do you and she's always got an accent and she's just there forever and this is the way it's always been and this is where we're going to do it and smokes uh, a pack no, of marble reds during her shift like, yes Correct. and just but at the same token, knows every single person's order as they're coming through the door, doesn't write down anything, never skips a beat. Like They're the mayor they're like, of the restaurant. They're the mayor. For, yes. For sure. Yeah, for sure. No, and they're also the ones typically that you have in the office the most, like talking about the other employees. Yes. But you still wonder how they're running a 10-table section whilst do it, like in the midst of doing that. They're like, yeah, no, everything, my... All of my tables are fine. Uh, yeah. Can we also talk about next week's schedule? So yeah. I noticed, yeah. like, that I know the character. Yeah. Well. I noticed that, you know, I usually am the opener and come in at 10, but you have me scheduled in at 10.15 one day. So who's it's, taking my opening shift? My opening shift. That is shift. my shift. Yes. That is yes. my shift. Yeah. Uh, I know that one. Uh, my favorite characters, too, are, like, the um, back of house just like uh there's always one line cook that would hold the building up if it was building like burning down (laughs) there's always one in every building that you can just rely on like hey nobody showed up for work today and they're like yeah it's cool so whatever it's whatever and they're still on the back dock like smoking a cigarette like taking their damn time but they'll still be set up for the lunch rush yeah uh and knock out a full screen within five minutes like it's i think that sometimes restaurants hire wizards and we don't know it well, and they also right. just happen to like show up when everyone else is called out or like chop their leg off yeah, while they're prepping. They just prepping. know. They I just roll up and they're like, "Oh, we don't open for those seven hours. I was just in the parking lot. Oh, no one's here. I got my shoes. Don't worry." And like, what? Okay, yeah, yeah cool. I can work. It's fine. It's cool. I just came here. To I got my kids with me too. They'll just hang out at booth three. Don't worry. Like, oh okay. yes, there's always always every restaurant has one full-time working single parent which i you know props to i get that because i've been there before but so their kid like, is kid, there every shift my just kid is playing killing, around the restaurant just mm-hmm. seeing some pretzel bones killing killing it you know like that, <laughs> that is what was happening i am oh my god i the best was the chicharrones remember that garnish oh, oh my god, god yes and, like, oh, the kids why? would just be eating them for days and like dunking them in blue cheese i'm like huh? What are you doing? No. The kid is at every staff meeting. Like, yes. the, the kid could just be part I, of the staff at this point. I've got some feedback for this week. Uh, the teacher <laughs> runs were a little under-seasoned. Uh, my favorite was, I don't know if 
this, if you guys recall this, and maybe I am misremembering it, but when they would come in off the truck, they literally said wheat pellets. Like, <laughs> yes. Wheat yes. pellets yeah, like, is like what was, they were. <laughs> like if a stalk of, uh, you know, uh, wheat had a poop. It's a wheat it was, pellet. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was a wheat pellet. Oh like God. we're feeding damn rabbits in the restaurant. But then some people would be like, can I get, I only got three chicharrones on my plate. Can I get, I know. like, I only got three of these. Can right. I get more? And you're like, that's a garnish. <laughs> I know. Or like, I didn't some... get any. I yeah. need my money back. Yeah. I yeah. got none. Yeah. Or that I would like to swap out my uh, coleslaw or my like minor garnish, please. Uh, <laughs> I don't want a bun on my burger, but could I get, can I sub that with a half rack of ribs? Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, is that fine? Like, can I do that? <laughs> that you, you, oh, so you, you have the server that everybody thinks is sleeping with everybody else, but oh, is actually yeah. not because yes. they're kind of like being a distraction for the server who actually is sleeping with everybody else. That's on the low. And you never, and then one time you randomly find out and you're like, no yeah. way. That, yes. that meme yep. that everyone's just like, oh, and that's what you are. You're like, oh my God, that one and that one. How did that happen? I never, I this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Or you, you um, I, uh, you would get a lot of like domestic challenges. I feel like sometimes, oh, God, um, yes. like, somebody's uh ex or i don't like to use the term like baby mama but like the mother of their child would like show up and be like i've had this kid for two weeks you take them and they're yeah. like in the middle of like, like a on a saturday rush. night <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about the i got i got Go a random uh i want to speak to a manager and then i show up and they're like no the real manager and i'm like no it's still me um and then they're like your line cook is selling drugs in the bathroom and i was like cool he he can run a screen. What else do you, he's, he's an <laughs> yeah. entrepreneur, man, he is an entrepreneur. Okay. Like I need him. So if you could kindly just finish your meal and exit the building, that'd be wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> you always Thank have, you for your feedback. <laughs> you always have we appreciate that. your feedback. <laughs> we Yeah. Thank, uh, don't forget to leave us a review on TripAdvisor. Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> Yelp. <laughs> You always have oh. that cook, and it's usually a nighttime cook, one of your closers, that's, like, very rednecky, and he's dating the hottest server there. And you're like, I don't yes. I don't get it. But, like, you know that he's verbally abusing her at home, but, like, as long <laughs> as her table gets – And also in the her, restaurant. Uh, yeah, like and, and also in the restaurant. She's always crying in the corner, but they're, like, getting married, but he's such a jackass to her. But it's it, – and, and she's hot, obviously has daddy issues. And is taking it, but there's always that couple. There's always that couple. There's always a dy dynamic like that. I agree. Yep. And then there's also, I think, like, there's also like the favorite manager. Like, there's always a manager in the building that everybody loves, but yep. a lot of times it's the, the manager, manager that does. Yeah, the people's manager, a hundred percent. Yep. Zero accountability across the board. <laughs> we all just like you. And they're the ones <laughs> at the party. They're the ones at the team member party. Yes. Doing yes. a line of coke, or, or you know. A, a, a bum a off the hooker's ass. It's yeah. fine. Like they're they are here for it. Yep, yep. But oh. and then you, you always have the the creepy manager that's trying to hook up with the seventeen year old hostess. Always there is all. Well, no, you but, know what? I will say that that's not always true because uh, Scott, in one location that you and I worked at, a smaller location, I don't think we had that. I'm sure we did, unless it's me that you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just yeah. Kidding. No, well, we. we had, <laughs> We had such a small team that we didn't really have a manager. We we didn't we never had the manager employee problem at that particular location. I mean, unless I was naive to it, but it, I mean, in every other location, you have that problem. Um, he he doesn't want to say that. Yes, I was the issue. I don't know what was happening. It was a tough time in my life. I don't know. When I was single, yeah, you know, I was not the seventeen-year-old, but yeah, I definitely tried to break some rules when I was uh, the twenty-year-old server. That was very adorable. Exactly. Exactly. I remember. Anyways, moving on to characters, I am more interested in the guest characters because i feel like katie has probably the best stories excuse yes. me auntie katie has the best stories of guest characters so without further further ado yeah katie this is your segment this is this They're is your time to shine ending. auntie katie well the best one and i believe uh we started touching on this when you were saying i just don't like the coleslaw can i possibly substitute a rack of ribs that <laughs> is that belongs to our a very good friend. We'll just call her GBA. 
GBA. You uh, say it, got- and all of us already know. Like, we know who it is. So Damn. GBA would ask, her name started with A, and she'd ask for, like, 15 slices of garlic bread. So GBA. Continue, Katie. Constantly. It was that or something. It was. Always something. You know, and, and it doesn't need something. to be her. We always have this customer or guest who comes in. Actually, this mm-hmm. is a customer because you just really don't want them back, but they just keep showing up. No matter how poorly you treat them, they're like, hello. They're just like, I'm back. Last, it's- time was a, last time was a terrible experience. How are you going to con- compensate me like, this time? Yeah. This has yeah. happened and, 20 times in a row. And, I'm and the here. server <laughs> that would treat her the worst is the one that she would request every time. She was like, it was like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I just love them. (laughs) They're the best. They're so attentive. I'm like, they ignored you for 45 minutes. So after- You remember she would come in at like, we close at two. She'd come in at like 1.15 and order a well done ribeye steak. And or like, she'd get oh. the double decker, the double decker burger, whatever the hell that thing was called, that monstrosity. Yeah. And you had to oh. you had to, to totally cook one and then you couldn't fully cook the other right. one because she, she had to home. eat it later. And yep. she had TMJ. Yeah. Oh God, I remember it. it. So I have TMJ, me. but it needs to be extra, extra well done, completely devoid mm-hmm. of flavor. Like, well, way to go. We all have PSTD now what? because of you. <laughs> so thank you. She she actually, when I went over to the other location, she followed me there one day. I know. Yeah. Because and you're the favorite show- manager. She showed up and her, to her server, I go, oh God. I go, we do not have ribeyes for table 42. And she goes, okay, mm-hmm. so we're out of ribeye. And I said, that's not what I said. I said, we do Just not have ribeyes table. for table 42. And she was like, what? I said, 41 wants 17 ribeyes thrown at them. We got it. But 42 wants a ribeye? Nope. And I said, and when I sat her, we had an LTO menu and it was a prime rib dinner. God damn it. And no, we, <laughs> we, we did it. We had the prime rib. We didn't have the sandwich because we'd run out the day before. Oh my God. I, yeah. I we didn't have leftovers. I, oh God. We all remember it. We all remember so I, it. <laughs> I put the dinner face up and I said, do not flip this over. We only have the meal. I don't have the sandwich. And she was like, okay, I got you. And I was like, I'm looking into your soul. We don't have it. <laughs> I am the captain now. Exactly. <laughs> I am the captain now. Server comes back. She wants the sandwich. And I was like, I told her. And I go like marching over. I'm like, we don't have a sandwich. And so then the server comes back and she goes, she wants a ribeye. And I told her we don't have it. And she said, <laughs> and she said, do you not have it or do you not have it for me? And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. But she loved you. She absolutely she, loved you. Oh, my you. God. Yeah, and I was right nothing now. but terrible to her. She yeah. wanted to negotiate. She was like, all right, well, listen, I don't really feel like eating the whole prime rib meal today. So instead, charge me for that. Give me a ribeye and a salmon. I was like, girl, no. What? No. <laughs> yeah. I love oh that she not prime rib. She liked your abuse. Yeah. That's what and it like, was. She yeah. likes the pain, I guess. I and don't it, know. And I think it was so dry and just so, like, matter of fact with her that, like, she was though. used to Scott. Loved- Scott was like, what can I do? Let me bend over backwards. Doing a dance got- for her. He's like, <laughs> I-, I prepared a song for this. I don't I did. <laughs> I hired new servers. I cooked this food myself. I've killed a chicken and done this. And she's like, man, I hate you. And I'm like, you know, I drop your food on the ground and kicked it to you. She's like, thank you so much. He's thank like, I caught you. the salmon wow. from the river myself. <laughs> the best. Uh, the best. The now, crash. I now, we are it. talking about, like, this specific guest, but anybody who's worked in the restaurant industry knows that has every restaurant this has this guest. Yes. Yes. And, yes. like, all across all fields. Like, it doesn't matter if it's fast food, casual, right. upscale. Right. I think that everybody has that guest. Yes. But on the flip side of it, you have those really cool guests. And Scott, like, I think you mentioned it in one of our other episodes where, you know, you'll have a table that you literally undercook their chicken and they're like, it's cool, man. Like just whenever, like it's fine. But you do have some really great interactions, I think. And those are the ones that you just like cling on to for the shift. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That the rest of it's just going to be really, really tough. Like we had one regular in particular at the location Scott and I worked at together for a point and i'm still friends you can with say this the regular city. like you can say the city but we were in sanford okay. and like i'm still no, don't say that regular what no, i'm just sanford? kidding continue you said say the city <laughs> um and that actual location isn't doesn't exist anymore but i made a lifelong friend <laughs> yeah, you did. Regular yeah you did because yeah. he was so cool and so yeah. nice um and that's the really cool part i think about the hospitality industry is I think that the bonds that you forge with your fellow uh, co-workers 
are very, very strong because sure. you've been through some shit. It's almost like going through war. Yeah, I'm not no, saying we, we literally together. Like, I'm not saying it's the same because obviously we're not going to die, but you go through some shit and you get treated some type of way sometimes. You and take a lot you of bond. abuse. Yes, it's almost like being in prison. Like, we've all bonded in this experience. Well, that, that's like Scott, our four manager team that we had when we worked together. We, like, not so secretly, like, just did not get along. That, but no, it, it was very, we, didn't, I, we I don't want to say hate, really hate each other. We did but not like, like each other. We didn't You and Katie like, didn't? It was, it was myself. No, no, no. It was just the whole group. It was like, the four oh, of the us. Dynamic. Okay. It was the four of us, and it'd be really fun to have the four of us on on, on an episode one time. Wait, okay, <laughs> no, so, Auntie Katie, you came in when I went on maternity leave. Yeah. Is that, yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Like, right after. Oh, I remember that team. Yeah, I so we had this, We did an event together and all sorts of stuff. We had a super dry kitchen manager who used to be a service manager, but then was a kitchen manager. We had Katie, who transferred from a Massachusetts location. Uh, was our service manager. I was the bar manager. And then we had the best general manager that probably any of us have ever worked for. I, can we, can we I like agree. say his name? Can we make a, can we make a shout out? Yeah. CJ, I, I CJ Roberts. CJ Roberts. CJ Roberts. Yeah. But man, did he, f and, and, and we, we just, the, the, the three of us had these super large personalities you had our kitchen manager who was just dry, like super Wait, dry sense this, of humor. Was this the same kitchen manager that I hid in his trunk? Yes, yes. And I popped out and yes. he did not enjoy yes. that. And yes. I, I think I was very pregnant at the time. No, 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 no. That's or when no, you came after. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when yeah. I came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and oh, he was man. just very sarcastic and he was like the anti-fun like he he got really annoyed with how yeah because how, i decorated like our office. shenanigans well, oh yeah yes. he used to I call you the manager me of memes he's like well yes, I'm glad we have i decorated the office with memes because i wanted to welcome him yep. and he did not like it <laughs> yep and then we have katie who is also very sarcastic and i feel like it because at the time I had been there with CJ the longest, but I was also, you know me, my personality, it's over the top, it's dramatic, and I was the bar manager, and I was so laser focused on this bar that it was like, the rest of the restaurant doesn't exist, just make sure I get my beer waste sheets turned and in. And that is yeah. where the, the beer. bucket, the beer bucket, the beer bucket came into play. Yeah. I will That's never, like for, I will <laughs> never forgive you for that. <laughs> but now that you say that. It's so funny because it's like you and the KM had a baby and it was me because I was like the yeah. little bits of both of you. But like right. we all just, no matter how much we didn't like one another, we also didn't like to fail. So Correct. I for sure, I was going to get all your it. stuff. Your stuff was yep. going to be in line because I didn't want to hear about it from you yep. and like vice versa for everybody. And we were like yep. amazing. Yeah. This I like horrible mm, little store turning out these awesome numbers. Horrible it was a terrible store. store. Yep. And, and, and all of a sudden just, it was the top performing store in the region. <laughs> yes. I, I remember there was a particular moment where our dislike for each other changed. And that was CJ was, because CJ was again, the top GM probably in the company and he would you know, go to store openings or, or a struggling store and kind of left me quote unquote in charge again, because it just because I was the senior most person there. And I remember having a manager meeting and it was you, me and the kitchen manager. And like they had manager of the quarter awards in each department for each department. And I was like, there's an opportunity for all three of us to win the flame this month. And I think at that point we realized, okay, look, we haven't really liked each other but now we kind of like do, do and, some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But man, good times. The restaurant industry. <laughs> that was awesome. Do you remember we did the escape room? Oh, yes. I invited to the escape room. It by the end of it. I think you were, I think were you like, were I don't know how you did not kill us. I like I wanted to kill the three of you. You were all just like one time. Well, one time we did like, a 18 different directions. Yeah. We did it. Scott, we did an escape room, but that was with our director. Yes. There was somebody else there, though. Who there was? It was you, me, and uh, the GM of the Castleberry location at that time. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I we're up. Uh, yeah, I'll tell I you when we're up. It was. For, it was. Um, it was for. It was for our director's birthday. After yeah. that was fun, though. Yeah. After CJ. Yeah, after that was a fun little ditty. Yeah, um, it was fun. It was fun. That's fun, little ditty. Um, All right, we're, we're gonna take a quick break. Hate to cut you off. We're gonna take well, a quick okay, break. Fine. No. Just chatting with friends now. No, you don't. Know. As a former bar manager, you love cutting people off. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, and there it is. There You've it is. been listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. If you're looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott Marion, special guest Katie. Make Woo-hoo! sure that you like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Now, right before the break, we went down a wormhole, if you will. A wormhole. Um, yes, we disappeared for a while. <laughs> we were gone. A rabbit hole. We were. <laughs> My bad. Rabbit hole. Whatever. Yeah. Worm, I mean, a wormhole is fine, too. I, I, I know pop culture. I just don't know pop culture Listen, words and Scott, phrases. Listen, according to that cargo boat, a hole is a hole, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continue uh, on. I'm done. I'm all done. We were, we all, were going finished. down. I, I finished. <laughs> oh, good. Good. good now we have our episode title. I finished. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm ready. man. Okay, so <laughs> we were talking about uh, the different characters uh, in in uh, the restaurant business. You know, it, for those of you who haven't seen the movie Waiting, make sure you see it because it's – other than the, the gross things that they do to the food, like that movie is a completely accurate depiction of the restaurant life. Like I said, not what they do to the food. That's just in the movies, but it's an accurate depiction. Now, if you are listening to this episode and you're like, well, wait a second, I've never worked in the restaurant industry. So like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Let us help you out. Yeah, You're probably <laughs> part of the problem and you're probably who we're talking about as the awful regulars the karens the susans the you know whatever the male name is for karen yes sir what is a susan because i don't even know what a susan <laughs> I don't know. is i just i thought maybe it's like it's the polar opposite of the karen so it's the oh, over the understanding the nice I, yeah, I you're right, you're right. like yeah. in my mind maybe the susan is a me so like if i take my bad kids out to dinner and I say bad kids, which they're lovely children, but they are messy, um, especially the two younger ones. Uh, they like to color and break crayons, and they have uh, a hard time getting food into their actual mouth. Uh, so I like to, I like, I'll get under the table. Like, I'm cleaning the table. I'm cleaning your section for you, uh, <laughs> essentially, because my children are that messy. That's what I thought the Susan was, but apparently I am wrong. So I don't know. Uh, help. I, I don't know. I don't, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I do not think that that's the Susan. A Susan is a monster that you as a manager or as an employee create. They come in oh. all night. Oh, yeah. Susan, yeah. Susan's like, unassuming and sweet. And then something happens and you like activate something inside of them. And you're like, oh, Susan. When they walk in, you're like, like, for example, uh, a woman came in one time and they had a dining experience and everything was fine and they left. Then Susan came back and wanted to tell me about the time she had the time before. And it was something simple. Uh, She didn't think she got a big enough piece of garlic toast or something ironic because they're all hands cut before they come in. But, you know, I now understand the importance of garlic bread. In the day-to-day American life, continue on. To existence. She was with her son, who was also in the service industry, and he encouraged her not to say anything. So she left mad. Shut up. You're embarrassing me. Right. She left mad and came back still mad. You know, and I said, don't listen to your son. If something is wrong, you should say something. Well, yeah. I mean, but like. Now I've activated Susan because now every time they come in, something is wrong. Yeah. The door looked at me funny. I don't like that person's shoelace. I don't think this potato's hot enough. I'm missing one tiny grain of bacon bits. There's like, not enough oh, time on that potato. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing, though, is that it's almost like the one-minute manager. I don't know if you've ever read that book or that little ditty. Or book. if anybody. parts of it. The last book yeah, or is Harry Potter or, book four. Oh, wonderful. Um, but anyways, like, it's essentially addressing issues immediately and not waiting. So, like, within one minute, you just address it. And I feel like sometimes our guests would not they would let it build up yeah until it erupted yes, until and it, it was erupts. a bigger 
we couldn't we couldn't stop the lava flow at that point and right. it spilled over into multiple uh visits and to multiple locations and they're like hey i was at this location and this happened what are you going to do for me yeah i'm like exactly. i am going yep. to give you the wonderful wonderful service that i give the rest of my guests yep. Yep. currently in this location exactly you always have now that it's it's the same type scenario but two different people so you have the service industry employees that you, you've got the restaurant employees or restaurant managers that are now dining at your restaurant okay you have the one good one like i i consider that rachel and i are the good ones we will pre-bust your table for you we'll oh bus for sure yeah we'll clean it all up we put everything like we know how the busing works so we'll arrange all the plates and, uh -huh. and cups and silverware in the way that you need to have it bust we're so that you can ones. easily dump it into the dish pit and exactly. move along yes absolutely. then you have the other restaurant manager that is dining at your establishment that they are a restaurant expert and there is not and they have to drop that they are in the service industry you always have that one that guess well i'm in the service industry and this is not how you treat people blah 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 and, and oh it's the whole head shake and everything uh, their so, phone. and i just this is circling back to the uh the susan's or the Susie's also, maybe there should be a hybrid of a Karen and a Susie, I think, when it comes to things outside of Suzanne. the restaurant industry. Suzanne. Suzanne. This, is, this is a Suzanne. <laughs> so I was doing the sales and marketing for a um, local FEC. And so I fielded all of the For those of you who uh, don't know, FEC stands for Family Entertainment Center. Continue. So I would field all of the uh, Google reviews, Yelp, TripAdvisor, but also I would manage other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and most importantly, Facebook, because typically that's where they take. I had a Suzanne, if you will, message me 10 o'clock at night from the parking lot oh, because of their experience. Uh, they had purchased an online voucher and it included carding, but we were out of that particular attraction for that time because it was late at night and it was already booked up and they were pissed off they're so mad that they uh messaged me online at 10 o'clock at night so i called operations tried to see what we could do we worked it out but they were that into it that they were like we're gonna leave reviews on every platform uh, we're gonna yep. we're we will bring your company to your knees <laughs> because we showed up at 11 p.m right before you close and you could not accommodate all 12 of us without yeah, vouchers exactly like things like it's just the american way the sense of entitlement yeah, i guess uh -huh. that gets in the way <laughs> it's I, crazy it's crazy i had a guest once uh his name is crazy dave now, oh, you know who I'm talking about. We, all, we both laugh yeah. because you said Crazy Dave. Yep. Crazy Dave was like super entitled, super picky. And he, if, if things didn't go well, he would call, if, if you were the assistant manager, he would call the general manager because he had everybody's phone numbers. He had the general manager's phone number, the director of operations, and the CEO's phone number. I don't know how he had these. Yeah, but he would like call everybody. Yep. So finally at one point, for some reason, him and I, like we got along because I, I just, like Katie said earlier, I would you did go a over the top. I would him. do a song yeah. and dance for him. You'd and give them the pickle. You'd give them the pickle. You gave them the pickle. It, it, I love that reference though. I you do. know what's really funny is the Just last the family entertainment center that I worked at, I put the give them the pickle video in the orientation. So do you but, think that's the name of that cargo ship? That was trying to come through. <laughs> <laughs> give them the pickle. That's funny. Back to it. So I, it, it got to the point where it's like, you know, you, you try as a, as a restaurant manager, you try to protect the brand and protect the financial profitability and, and whatnot. But there's also a time when it, you have to consider the pain in the ass factor. Have self-respect. I don't know. Right. <laughs> is it is it easier to just give in to what this particular guest wants because he's just going to create such a problem for you? So I ended up giving this guy my personal cell phone number and I'm like, listen. Anytime you come into the restaurant, you call me ahead of time that way, like, because it was my goal to have him in and out. So we would, he would order the same thing every time we'd have his food ready for him. And it was like an in and out experience. And then his big thing was he just wanted to be attended to and not, yeah. like, not like served and, and wait. He just wanted someone to show him attention. And he would like, 
if he left and I didn't spend enough time, he would call and he, he'd say, Scott, you know, I, I thought you were going to spend more time with me. And, and just uh, this guy was, and we called him crazy Dave because he would call the restaurant and just abuse whoever answered the phone, whoever mm-hmm. the server was. And it mm-hmm. was just, it was, it was awful. I feel like he probably belonged at a Hooters because you get a lot more attention. I feel like yeah. in like one-on-one contact, like that's, right. I, I think that people look at Hooters as a restaurant, if you will, but really <laughs> I've had, I've had friends that have worked for Hooters on all levels. And it really is just about giving people attention right, because that's exactly. what everybody wants. Yeah. Because um, it's just like a strip club. You think that the stripper wants to go home with you. Just same thing. At Hooters. First of all, I, I've been to a couple of strip clubs and I never expect uh, the stripper to go home with me mostly because I have children <laughs> and that's not fun. I'm sure they do too. I'm right. not expecting that, but then I do end up with glitter for at least three to six months yeah, on my yeah. skin. But we ended up firing Crazy Dave as a guest, like, because there, there is that in the restaurant industry. Like, everybody always says, oh, yeah. the customer's always right, the customer's always right. Okay, yes, but there's also the customer is never going to be happy no matter what you do, and the customer ends up costing you more money than Correct. what it's worth. And yep. we, en- we ended up having to fire him. And it's a very simple conversation. It's, hey, we've tried come back. to do whatever we can to make you happy. Clearly, we are not ever right going fit. to meet your standards, <laughs> and we may not be the right fit for your dining experience. You may want to dine somewhere else from now on. I have a really great Susan story to tell okay. you about the high, the high volume restaurant that I worked for in the past. Um, very, very high volume. And a lot of times when things would get very, very busy, meaning we were on a two plus hour wait, um, depending on where your position on the floor was. I would go out to what we called main board and assist with the weight because uh, folks would get a little antsy in their pantsy. You know, you've been up at the theme park all day. Uh, you lose all concept of time. And when it was very busy, we had two waiting stations. So one for the main dining room and one for the patio. Now, the patio was not an actual patio. It could open up to be a patio, but it typically was closed. Uh, closed off. It was open for dining, but just not an actual patio. So this particular night, I was helping out the patio because I guess everyone decided they wanted to sit there that night. And uh, this one guest came up and they had a party of eight. Party of eight is difficult to sit in that constraint because we didn't have a lot of tables that could be uh, movable. There was just a lot of challenges in our way. So we quote them the wait time. They hate it, but they, you know, stick around for it. But then they keep coming up and they're like, you sat this person before me. Yes, sir. That was a party of two. A little (laughs) easier to accommodate. Uh, And so he wanted to speak to the manager. And this is where I made my first professional mistake. And this is when I was a young manager. I did a twirl and I said, it's still me. Oh, Um, God. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's that's actually me. And so he wanted to talk to a male manager. So I, you know, called one of our male managers and they're like, this hostess is pretending she's a manager. Can you please help us? (laughs) And um, so I was like, no, sir, actually, uh, and even he was like, no, she's actually the manager running this particular floor you're on right now. So uh, if you need anything, please reach out to her. I'll, you know, if you need anything, you know, obviously contact me too, but you still have uh, 72 minutes left on your wait. So this guy somehow found the number for our COO, called him, also found that it so he calls the COO and demands replacement of universal tickets because this particular restaurant was in city walk, uh, because of his wait time and because of how rude the hostess was and the fact that she pretended she was a manager. Oh my goodness. So the COO actually went to bat for me and was like, no, she's actually one of our best managers. She runs our training department and, um, you get nothing. Congratulations. You get nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, (laughs) sir. Awesome. Um, which I was, and that was before a bigger company took over this smaller company, but, uh, it was, whew, let me tell you, that was one of those points in your career where you're like, man, I didn't like for a second, I was like, well, there goes my job. Like I, right. <laughs> I did my best. It was a good run, uh, but that was the biggest, I think that was my biggest Susan. Gotcha. Like, this dude was like eight party of eight seat me now. Right. right. Large now. large parties are their own character in a restaurant. Like it, what? It, exactly. We're I, celebrating. I never, We're celebrating. I, I, we deserve a table. I can 
I can never wrap my head around it. People come in constantly, parties of eight. That's like not even that bad. We get like walk in 20 tops. And then right. the, the like the uh, the audacity that we have to tell them they're going to have to wait. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, why didn't you call what? ahead? What do you mean? I don't actually <laughs> what do have you mean? 19 other people I like enough to <laughs> want to be around in public with. And you're just, you have the balls to just walk in unannounced to a restaurant and expect to be sat immediately. And they'll point at like, table 33 and they'll be like what about right there and i'm like the four top all right let's see it squash in have fun like what oh what if we break up into several different parties of two okay your wait is still gonna be an hour and a half it, like uh, you're still on the line i don't know what you want from me like what well you're heck? gonna lose our business I'm, okay. and i'm sorry I'm really I'm sorry sorry I'm that really the spin sorry. Move, i'm sorry the spin move didn't work for you yeah no it yeah. worked for me <laughs> I had to I had to do it when I was the GM. They want to talk to the manager. I went over. I spoke to them. They literally did not like my answer. They had modified the heck out of some hamburger or something. And I said, that was your choice. We did what you asked. You didn't That's like you're it. Getting. Sorry. No budge. Too bad. It's cooked to perfection. You just put some weird ass toppings on it. Okay. And they said, mm, we want to speak to a manager. And I said, oh, okay. The and emphasis I told around on the and I man said, part. Yeah. Still, still me. me. The and then they said, what about I, that guy? They pointed to some random guy that was wearing a button-down shirt and a tie. And I said, he doesn't even well, work I've never here. seen him in my life. Let's go ask him what he thinks of this. And they were like, yeah. what do you mean? I said, he's just dressed nicely. I'm, my name is on the door. That's me. You yeah. need to well, get no higher yes. than that. Yeah, so the episode we were talking about, I told Scott the story where I, I think it was the hospitality horror stories. You were yeah. involved in that, I think, uh, where the guests literally just like dumped drinks on the floor because they were not happy that my name was on the building. And I think a major for you and I both, obviously we're female, which sucks to begin with that we're already like taken down a notch, but I, it's hard for me to command respect because I'm like my uh, 12 year old, soon to be 12 year old is bigger than me. Like I'm like, Hey, it's bedtime. <laughs> But only if you feel like it, because I don't want any beef tonight. You know, she, so, says, like, she says, mom, look at me, look at me. Look I, at me. I'm the captain all. now. Yes. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's very difficult. And it's hard because at the end of the day, like when you're running a business, it's about business acumen and the ability to lead and develop people. And when you're on the floor, I think people just don't understand that. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. no, there must be a man behind this somewhere. And I'm like, yes, somewhere. That's, the scene. <laughs> that's one of the. There's one of the executives. He's hiding. Sure. I know. He's, I know he's hiding. He's here somewhere and he's telling you what to do because there's no way because you have, you're not allowed to have pockets. Okay. You can't carry your own things. So you cannot make decisions for me, ma'am. Uh, Scott, how does it feel to be a male manager? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now I'm unemployed. So, uh, you know, look, it, it I, I know, you know, you're right. I I would tell someone the same thing that one of my female managers would tell them or a server, but because I was wearing a button up shirt, they seem to take my word for it a, a little bit more. I, I don't know. You know, the big thing that I would do a lot of times, especially if it's like a Friday or Saturday night and a guest was complaining about the, how long it was taking for their food. I would make sure that I went out in the dirtiest apron ever. I'd throw some flour on my face so that like they could see the that, struggle. Hey, I'm doing the best that I can, sir. I'm doing what I can. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, I was always really good at guest service, like really, really, really good. I could turn around most yeah. situations. I, when I was an assistant manager at Taco Bell and Taco Bell was one of the worst jobs I've ever had. I feel like that life. is a very big beast because I only frequent Taco Bell. Well now Uber eats, but when I'm very intoxicated, right. um, and I can't even eat Taco Bell anymore because of the glutens. Yeah. But I love, yeah. I mean, I loved working there to eat the food. Uh, and I still frequent Taco Bell, but it was Contrast the worst the dream, job. baby. So in my last like two weeks, like I had put in my notice because I was going to be going to work as a, one of the barbecue joints and we're in the middle of lunch and we're, we're going down in flames, like drive-throughs wrapped around the building. Uh, we're, we've got a busy ass dining room and this lady comes up to me and she says, um, your ladies room is disgusting. And I look at her and I said, well, do you want your food or you want me to stop and clean the restroom? <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, terrible. Uh, and I said, oh, no, here's no. my first and last name. Here's corporate's number. Your lunch is on me. 
Yeah, I'm real sorry. I think that for the most part, I'm very good with guest relations because I'm just honest. Like yeah. I'll tell you, our kitchen is slammed right now and I'm really sorry. It's going to take a little longer. Uh, let me do a little tap dance for you. But what I will say is when uh, that small stint when I was pregnant working at the restaurant that we all worked at, every guest was so nice to me. They were so nice mm-hmm. to me. And they're like, oh, because you're disabled right now. <laughs> like, you clearly have something in your stomach that weighs more than you do. So it's okay. Our food can take 24 hours. We'll wait. It's fine. It was the best. It I was is. at a really tough location while I was pregnant. Um, just tough clientele over by the Florida mall. Everyone <laughs> was in there looking Oof. to see how little money they could spend. That yep. was their sure. main goal. Yep. The how, can I go, how can I go in and come out with more money in my pocket? That was like, <laughs> everything could be great. And they would somehow be like, aha, two extra dollars. <laughs> I would just, I, and I, and I never stopped hustling. Like I hustled around. I'd be on the line. I'd be running food. I do things like that's just my nature. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if a surfer came over and said a table had a problem, I would like wait a few seconds to a couple of minutes and like waddle, waddle yes. and like, throw my child up on the table and be like oh, sorry i've just been sorry. back i've been in back in the fryers i just had to wash up before i came out uh, there was some issue with something uh, excuse me can i help my you? mind I'm sorry and they would yes, be like oh child here you go here's five dollars for your baby it's okay <laughs> yes. yes give me money and i'd be and, like oh and if it was oh, on a, so if sorry. it was on a sunday it'd be a prayer card no i did get <laughs> a lot of so prayer cards. like walk off what, Yes, when I was pregnant, I got a lot of prayer cards, mostly because they thought I was a teenage mom. Um, and so that was... <laughs> Here, Wait. child, t- we, is it okay if I pray for you? No, okay. No jokes aside, I did have a table once ask if they could touch my stomach. And I was like, all right, that's an odd flex, but sure. And they prayed over um, oh. the baby. And I was like, okay, I wish I could reach out to them now and be like, yeah, like, he's cool. Good. Thank you. <laughs> he's awesome. I don't know. Super like, weird. It's, this is awkward. It, it, well, and not that our listeners know, but I'm an atheist. So I'm like, this is just really weird for me all around. I'll close my eyes. Let's just do it. Okay. <laughs> I'll close my eyes. Just a lot like the people on that cargo ship. Okay. Well, anyway. Oh, that, that, that's a great way to end this episode. Um, Katie, do you want to give a plug for your restaurant? Am I allowed to? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I we think have, so. We have no, it's, it's up to you. It's up to you if, you know. Well, I tried to get I, your boss to be a, a guest host, but his schedule could not work out. So we're hoping for the future. He's out of control. He'd be a great boss to have. I work at um, Outback Steakhouse. Nice. Which location? No rules. Woo! No rules, just right. Over yeah. at Icon yeah. Park. Icon Park Woo! in Orlando also. So go see Katie at the Outback Steakhouse Icon Icon Park in Orlando. Yes. That's a great location. Uh, and don't be a Susan. Don't be a Susan. Don't be a Karen. Susan. Yes. <laughs> Mary, Wonderful. What you, Mary, what you got going on? We'll be back on Friday, right? So Yeah, well, so today I uh, plan on still hanging out at yeah we're gonna house. be doing some day drinking so we're gonna we, do some day drinking we so may maybe do a we'll bonus pre- we may do a bonus episode just because <laughs> we're feeling it at some we're point feeling it yes <laughs> um so i am uh kid free fancy free right now uh i am wearing sweatpants that are like the stylish ones that the younger crowd wears my 12 year old soon to be 12 year old picked them out for me so you know, I'm living my best life here on Scott's patio in his giant mansion. I may look over at his mom's wing and see how that's coming along. <laughs> um, outside of that, that's uh, my plans. And uh, yeah. Awesome. What do you have going on, Scott? We don't ask you about your days. What's well, going on for you today? As soon as we get done here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack open a, a, a boot latte and uh, edit Very this nice. episode. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, don't forget, email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. You can like and follow and share us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. Message and support us by clicking on the message and support link. And we'll be back on Friday. Okay, bye.